Special thanks to Anchor for distributing my podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and Castbox. With my podcast, we're going to be bringing you discussions and personal commentary on music, entertainment, celebrities, politics, love, health, and happiness. So do you want the tea? Well, simply talk with Turk Bish. Just talk with me. I spend time and I spend energy and I spend effort and I spend everything I have, every fiber of my being to give people quality.
guys. Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of Talk with Turk. We are finally back. I know it has been a while since you guys have heard from me. Um, I have been working diligently, working hard on a lot of things that I am trying to accomplish um, personally. Um, I've been working um, to, you know, financially sustain myself and try to excel myself to the next level that I'm trying to be on in terms of entertainment news and podcasting and things of that nature. So it's taken a little bit of time, but you know, you have to always go through those phases and still work hard at your dreams at the same time. So I promise that I won't do another long break like that ever again. Um, You know, I just personally been going through a lot of things mentally, physically, emotionally, And I just needed to get myself together. And I'm pretty sure we all can attest to that. We can all understand that because we all have been there before in our lifetime. So I just want to continue to thank everybody who is supporting me, Um, you know, whether it's in public or behind closed doors. I wish people will do it in public because I always support those in public for myself. You know, it goes a long way. It hits different when people publicly support you because that's how you get yourself out there. And you guys know Turkbish is the brand. So my brand I'm trying to take to the next level. I'm working on my book that'll come out in 2023. I've been working on music. Um, I'm trying, trying to get that out by my birthday of next year. If it comes out by my birthday, if not, we'll try to get it out by the end of 2022. So um, we'll just have to be on the lookout for that. But for now, I'm still going to work hard on my dreams. We're going to get into some things today. Today's topic is more so not centered around entertainment news, but it's more so centered around the conversation of emotional and mental health. And, you know, finding yourself because a lot of times we lose our way and we don't know what we what we are destined for. And we lose our way thinking it'll never happen for us or why isn't it happening for me as quick as it is for others. But we all are on a different journey. We are on a different path and we have to remind ourselves of that. So. I want to play a song and we're going to get into some things when we come back. Oh, oh, oh. 
motherfucking his house so i'm gonna go into some hot topics for today we're gonna go ahead and talk about some things y'all already know summer walker's album just dropped still over it and it was a it was a solid album but i don't feel like it was nothing special of course it was for the ladies and for people who are going through you know relationship problems but nevertheless she's a black woman successful black woman who is very talented so i'm going to give her her things um now her album is supposed to debut at number one is going to be the highest selling r&b album since beyonce's lemonade and she's going to be selling between 100 and 230k for the first week album sales that's just the predictions right now but nevertheless that is amazing for an r&b album at best anyway because you know r&b music does not sell like that but i do think that it is a great thing that she is finally coming into her artistry i love the fact that this album is called still over it the first album was called over it this one's still over it. I think the next album, she should name it, like, Get Over It. Like, just keep that over it thing going. I feel like that is so, so smart, marketing-wise. But congratulations to her on her album. Um, next thing I want to talk about is Big Frida. You know, she was in the news recently about her comments about Boosie saying that she don't think Boosie hates gay people. She thinks he just does not like Little Nas X. Which can't be the case because, you know, he's going around on a press run about, you know, how there's a gay agenda being pushed. So, Frida, I want you to sit this one out. I know he's from New Orleans with you. And she said the reasoning was because, you know, he has, he works with gay people all the time and this, that, and the third. Yeah, they use us. They utilize us when they want us for something. But when it comes to the public, they want us to 
be in the background. And that's another case I feel like we're looking at with Boosie. Like, he'll tolerate gay people, especially for the gays that he used on his team to help him excel. But in terms of putting those gay people on a platform, he would never do that. So I don't agree with that. Big Frida, I do believe that he does have some type of underlying hate or underlying hatred for himself um, because he, you know, it's kind of internalized. I feel like, feel like he does have some things he needs to work out sexuality wise. And that's just all I'm going to say about that. Um, now next, I want to talk about Cynthia Bailey on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, her exit. You know, she recently spoke about her exit and how she says things aren't ending right there for her at Housewives. You know, she's going to be on the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip that has, like, Kenya Moore, a part of it, and some other Housewives from different franchises. Um, So we should be looking out for that. And she has a lot of different things that's going to be going on in her career. So I'm excited to see what's next for her. You know, her and Nene recently were in the news because, you know, Nene decided to speak about, well, she answered questions during an interview one morning about the housewives and they asked her about Cynthia and she answered the question like you know Cynthia didn't come to the funeral she came to the repast the celebration of life and um I guess they took that in the media took it a negative way which she really wasn't trying to say it in a negative light and I feel like people are just turning Nene's words and twisting them and they know this woman is grieving because there are different phases in the grieving stage. There's anger, then there's acceptance. And I feel like she was in the anger phase. Like, because when things, I don't care what nobody says, if you miss somebody's funeral or somebody's birthday or something important in their life, they're never going to forget it. They're going to always remember it. And that can be traumatizing, especially if you've been in someone's life or have been their friend for a long time. So I can understand where Nini was coming from. She was also asked about, you know, the housewives giving her flowers for Greg. On Greg's behalf, they pitched in and put money together. And a lot of the housewives came together to do that. And um, she felt some type of way about that. She said, basically, you guys have all this money. It was a nice gesture coming from the cast as a whole. But you guys have all this money. Y'all could have done it individually. You know, I feel like. You know, that's not too much to ask for. I mean, I would be grateful at the same time, but I could understand where her frustrations would come from, why she would feel some type of way. And um, her feelings are very valid, and that woman is grieving. So people like Claudia Jordan, sit down and continue to do your Fox Soul show and stop talking about Nene every chance you get. Like, you really, you really, you know... Come for her every chance you get, and you never have nothing nice to say about her. And if you do, it's always backhanded. You always go off on her and then say, but I have to say this about Nene. She is influential housewives, um, reality star, da 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 like Claudia, cut it out. We already not going to talk about your colorist comments and your homophobia and things that you need to work out. So we're just going to leave it at that. Um, I want to talk about this issue last night with Travis Scott, you guys. Um, 
recently he had his Astro World Fest last night, and it was a disaster. He made the headlines today. Um, multiple deaths happened at his festival last night. It was a very emotional thing to see. There's a lot of footage from it. He took to social media today and he wrote, I'm absolutely devastated by what took place last night. My prayers go out to the families and all those impacted by what happened at Astro World Festival. Houston PD has my total support as they continue to look into the tragic loss of life. I'm committed to working together with the Houston community to heal and support the families in need. Thank you to Houston PD, Fire Department, and NRG Park for their immediate response and support. Love you all. And um, a lot of people were passing out. Um, there was not many medics there from what I was told. There was like one full medical team. That's not enough for over thousands of people to be at your festival. There were people breaking into the festival, breaking down fences. It was very dangerous last night. And this man is still performing and people are passing out dying. Eight deaths last night. Um, and there were some reports of like different drugs being passed out or somebody injecting somebody with drugs and that's how people were passing out. So um, we pray for the families of all the people that were injured and hurt and that have died out there. You know, it's devastating for them, of course, devastating loss. And we have to figure out different ways to be safe, especially through COVID. Now we have to worry about, you know, drugs and what they're putting in drugs and things of that nature. So we just need to be safe at these concerts, you guys. I've been going to concerts all of my life since... Um, I began my college career, which was about 10 years ago, and I've en I enjoy my concerts, but I'm always cautious and safe because you never know what can happen at a venue or an event, and that's just what it is, so you guys be safe when you go out and have fun. Let's talk about Jennifer Hudson. She's pitching a new talk show to begin after she was hosting Ellen not too long ago. I can see this for her. You know, Jennifer Hudson always does good in whatever she does. She is a actress. She is a music star, musician, producer, writer, all of those things. So I do believe that she has what it takes to be a daytime TV host. So I would be excited for that. Next thing on my list here, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is taking a break. Right now, Letitia Wright, she's recovering from an in injury, and this is um, reported by Entertainment Weekly. Shout out to you guys. She sustained minor injuries on set while she was filming her scenes during a stunt rig, and she was hospitalized. So the director, Ryan Coogler, um, who has filmed as much footage as he can without her, um, they shut down the production fully the week of Thanksgiving and they will resume early of 2022. So we're going to pray for her speedy recovery and hope that we can get um, back to see Black Panther 2 in the near future. So I would definitely be excited for that. And I'm pretty sure you guys would be too. Um, so, um... The next thing I want to talk about is, you know, the memes to Rick Ross's album cover. His album cover is real gay. He has, like, white gloves on, and he has, like, this pink hat on top, and this little, I don't know what that is. I guess it's, like, a cover, um, some type of cover on his back, and the album is called Richer Than I 
ever been. It's his 11th studio album. So Twitter is reacting to it. They have memes and things of that nature. Um, I'm excited for Bruno Mars and Anderson Pox's Unwrap an Evening with Silk Sonic album. The tracklist has finally came out. You know, they've already pinned the hits Leave the Door Open and Skate. And recently they released the video and song for Smoking Out the Window. So that was amazing. So I'm excited to see what that album entails next week. So you guys be out on the look for that. Diana Ross has released her album, Thank You. Not too long ago, a few months ago, she released her her single, Thank You. And it was a good, solid single. It sounded like a song that an icon would release in their later years in their career. And it had me scared because I thought, you know, in my mind, the way she was singing the song and the message of the song, it seemed like she was saying, hey, you guys, I know I'm probably going to be sick in the next few few months or maybe a year or two and I want to get this music out so it was scaring me but I'm glad to see she's alive and well and just wants to make music continuously because that's what music artists do and the fact that they still have it at that age and are able to produce some great stuff I love that now recently Kanye was on the Drink Champs podcast with Nor who hosts that and he was going off about a lot of stuff. He discussed Drake. He discussed Jay-Z. Um, he discussed Big Sean. Um, it was just a lot, you know. Um, he recently said this about Big Sean. He said, when I die on my tombstone, it's going to say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. I know this man's mom. I have changed this man's life and family. But both John Legend and Big Sean, when I ran for office, got used quick by the Democrats to come at their boy. They actually changed their life. That's some sellout shit. I don't rock with them either. I need my apologies. I ain't saying they're going to change, but niggas are scared. So that's what he was saying about Big Sean. Big Sean responded and said, was just with this man. He ain't say none of that. And this was after the interview. I'm dying laughing at you, Kanye West. So it's good to see that, you know, he's not really taking this man serious, of course. He also spoke about Drake and how Drake moves when Drake disses. He was saying how Drake goes and tries to talk to people's baby mamas or family members and and tried to hit them in that way. He was also speaking about a versus. He would go against Drake or Jay-Z, but he said he wouldn't go against Jay-Z because he said that's his boss, which was a smart move to say because, you know, you can't say nothing negative about Jay-Z no more. He already tried to send niggas to kill you before, allegedly. Um, with Drake, you know, he, he gave backhanded compliments with Drake, but he kept it cute on Drake time as well still. He said he would he would be open to doing a versus with Drake, um, but he said after a while he would need he would need to go against himself. So that was still shade, of course, um, to Drake. But I'm pretty sure Drake has not paid that man any mind, and he probably does not care. Um, he also spoke about his marriage with Kim Kardashian, saying that he's still married because you know recently we've been seeing in the media that Kim Kardashian and also, Pete Davidson have been messing around, dating, whatever they're doing. They are tiptoeing around with each other. So, that's very interesting to see. Let's talk about Lauren Jorigue, who is from Fifth Harmony. She just released her 
her EP is called Prelude. So I'm guessing this is um, before her album. So it's an EP before her album. She named it Prelude, which is cute. And I am excited to um, support her in her journey because her first few songs were actually good outside of Fifth Harmony. Even though, in my opinion, Camilla was always the best in Fifth Harmony. Um, Normani came second, and I would say Lauren was the third. In terms of talent, because Normani is not a vocalist to me. She does not sing very well. She can't sing live. She's good for dancing, I would say that. So maybe she can continue to make pop songs as a black artist. I mean, when she delivered with R&B songs, with Waves, that was good. Even though I know she probably won't be able to sing it very well live, but she can at least deliver some good music when she wants to. So, Normani girl, get in the studio. We waiting on you. Next, I want to talk about Mariah Carey. She released her song and video, Fall in Love at Christmas, featuring Kirk Franklin and Khalid. It was a good mesh. I loved it at first. I was like, how is this shit going to sound? But it actually was a good medley. Like, I loved it. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, Kirk Franklin, of course, delivered the gospel at the end of the song. And, you know, Mariah Carey is good for a good gospel song. So, shout out to Mariah and Khalid and Kirk Franklin for delivering. The video was cute. And I think it was a very smart marketing move because Khalid, we know his fans are pop and they love him. So, they go out for his music. So, and then it was a gospel with Kirk Franklin, so it's going to appeal to the gospel crowd and the gospel charts, and then Mariah Carey is Mariah Carey. She can do it all, you know? So it is what it is, so you guys go in your meantime and check that out. Amara LaNegra announced she is pregnant with twins, you guys, so the reality star has revealed that recently we've been seeing in Love and Hip Hop Miami, if you guys keep up with that, I'm not sure if you do or not. But she released, you know, she was talking about being pregnant and um, she was taking pregnancy tests and stuff like that. And she was acting like she was sick and stuff. So I knew it was a matter of time before we got the news officially. Um, So now we'll probably see that on the show, reflected on the show in the near future. Joe Budden, he came out as bisexual, but I do not believe that is true. I believe he did this to basically prove a point while in the conversation. If you go and listen to the podcast and what he was saying, he was saying how like you can't say anything negative about the LGBTQ plus community. And if you do, you know, you know, your career is basically fucked. And, you know, we do have the power to stop your bag, which is true. You do not come for us. So, you know, he made the comments by saying, I'm bisexual. Listen, I like guys and girls. Spread the word. So that was me conversation. But I do believe that he was being facetious when he was saying that because he doesn't want his career to basically end either. So um, Rihanna releases new music with a twist. She's going to be releasing um, some of her music on vinyl. So I'm excited about that. So let's see what happens with that. Nene Leakes reveals she would return to Real Housewives of Atlanta. She says she has unfinished business with a couple of people from the cast. 
um, and that she would love to sit down with Andy Cohen um, because they had a good relationship and she believes that they need to have a conversation and sit down and work some things out. So I would be here for that and I'm pretty sure everybody else would be here for that. And if you're not here for that, we don't care. We don't give a fuck. We want Nene back on reality TV where she belongs. And Housewives of Atlanta is her baby. She's the queen of that show, no matter how they shuffle. She's the queen. And no matter how much they try to center Candy and center Kenya, and no matter them giving Marlo a peach years later, Nene is still the queen of that show. When she left, she took the Raiders right along with her, and she passed them over to Real Housewives of Potomac. Speaking of Potomac, we got the sneak peek already about Housewives of Potomac. That is coming tomorrow, you guys. So you guys be on the lookout for that. My homegirl, Onika Tanya Mirage, will be popping up, surprising and hosting, asking some questions for the ladies. They said that she got in on all the ladies' asses. Nobody was safe. So I'm excited because I know Nikki ain't going to hold back water. Y'all know Nikki Mouth. Y'all already know. So from the trailer, it was explosive. So I'm excited to see that. But other than that, guys, that's all I have for you today. That's all that I want to report for you today in terms of um, news. Um, I want to do give a big shout out to Big Lotto. She got her biggest debut with Big Energy. Um, her new song, um, it sampled Fantasy, Mariah Carey's 1995 number one hit. And also Tom Tom Club's 80s Genius of Love hit. So it debuted at number 88. Um, it comes as the biggest debut of a rising rap, r- rapper's career, but it's also highest rung she's reached on the Hot 100 to date. Uh, it tops her previous best, the platinum certified sweetie and training assistant bitch from the South, which peaked at number 95. So I love to see that all female rappers are finally getting their things, with the exception of a few, of course. But um, shout out to all the girls doing their things, not just female rappers, but everybody out there in the industry, all the gays that are out here working hard in their particular fields and industries. Shout out to you guys and continue to be bad bitches, what you guys are. Work hard. Don't ever forget that. And just do what you do. And so this concludes Hot Topics. I'm going to come back and break down the episode a little bit for some mental and emotional health talk. So I'm excited about that. All right, you guys. So I will be back. going to play some more music. Mwah. Get you this high Get you this high 
as I usually do, and we're going to talk about some mental and emotional health. I want you guys to understand that we only get one body, we only get one brain, we only get one heart, and those are things that we have to understand are very vital and essential to our health. We need to um, take care of it, you know. We can't let things stress us out. We can't let things overtake our emotions. We can't allow, you know, ourselves to be unhealthy and unhappy because all that stuff starts to break down our bodies. When we grow older, we're already going to be um, watching our bodies just, you know, break down as we're getting older and notice things are happening. I'm about to turn 30 and I'm noticing all the things that are changing in my life and with my body. So, you know, and that's just not, you know, with my body, but in terms of changing in my life, you know, relationships are changing. My values are changing. My beliefs are changing. My feelings about people are changing um, and how I interact with people. Um, Everything is kind of changing. And I want to say it's me putting things more so into perspective and finally being able to understand everything that I accept and don't accept or things that I don't want in my life or things that I do want in my life. And I think when you're turning around that age, you start to understand things more, more so. Um, With mental health, you know, I've had to continue over the years to try to be strong, be a strong individual, tell myself you are strong, you are loved, you are important, you are smart. Because there are a lot of people out there that don't make you feel like you are or make you feel like you are less than. And that can start to, you know, linger in your mind and you'll start to believe those things. And that's not good, you know. And if you have people around you that don't make you feel good, that don't make you feel important or valuable, they're not meant to be around you. I'm starting to break away from a lot of people that I have enjoyed being with um, or encountering with in my 20s. I am starting to walk away from a a lot of those people and walk away from some of the drama and some of the trauma that those people carry themselves because I'm already having a hard time carrying my trauma. What makes me think, what makes you think I'm going to carry yours with you? I mean, friends help each other and get each other up out of those dark places, but you can't keep putting emotional baggage on me, and I'm already trying to handle mine myself. So, and, you know, I also am starting to just take people's word at face value because people say they care, but do they really care? You know, that's the question that you have to ask. Like, they say they care. They say, 
you know, I care, I love you, but they don't take the steps to show it. They don't take the actions to show it. Or if they are around you, they don't make you feel like they do. And that's not healthy for your well-being or your sanity as well, guys. And I just want people to understand that it's a different component when it comes to mental health. There's different layers that you have to unpeel. And that's just not mental health, but emotional health and physical health. There's so many layers that you have to unpeel. And in the black gay community, we tend to tear each other down. And, you know, I know they say reading is fundamental. You know, it's good to read your friends sometime or time to time, but not on things that are detrimental to their happiness and their well-being and their life. And I don't think it's conducive for friends to um, bring more drama and bring more strife on that person that you call your friend or that you care about. Don't bring stupidity to them. Don't bring up things that you know aren't to be true or you know that um, shouldn't really bother you guys' friendship. And, you know, I just don't believe people really understand the concept of friendships or how to be loyal to one another or how to treat people, especially in the black gay community, because a lot of people that are in the community, they haven't been loved the way they should be loved growing up. They haven't had those role models to um, show them this is what kindness is. This is what loyalty is. They haven't had those um, parents that instilled those good values Um, in them or beliefs in them and that's where it all begins I was saying to someone the other day you know why doesn't this person go and get get therapy because the way they talk to people the way they treat people is not good you know and the reason why I had to let go of that person is because they weren't healthy for me for my mind for my heart I felt like we're supposed to be friends, but you constantly bring negativity in my life. You bring dark clouds when you walk in a room and, you know, you bring up stuff that is in my past. And if the past is the past, you leave it there. You never forget it, but you leave it there and you move forward. If you see that person is progressing and moving forward, you do not bring up something from the past to kind of have them relapse into those deep emotions that hurt them or relapse into that old person that they used to be. And you have to be aware of those people, you guys, in in the world because they're not healthy for you to be around. It's not conducive for you as, as an adult and your growth as an adult because we all have goals and accomplishments that we want to attain and achieve, but things small as things small as friendships really do matter like they really do matter so you have to have people around you that are supportive that are nice that are loving that are caring that are nurturing and a lot of people do not know how to nurture they they don't have those nurturing spirits and for me I'm hitting 30 like I said so I have not been putting up with the same stuff that I used to I don't allow people to disrespect me no more. I don't allow people to say things that they want to me anymore. And I I just don't allow it anymore. And so that's why I'm noticing 
myself falling out with a lot of people or not being friends with a lot of people because I'm not going to accept anything less than love and light and happiness because that's all that I've always been about my whole life. And I've allowed people to tell me how I should live, how I should feel, what I should do. And that shit had to end because if it didn't, People were going to do that for the rest of my life and walk all over me. But I'm glad that I put my foot down over the years. And, you know, I lost a lot of people because of putting my foot down. I'm not going to allow you to treat me any type of way. I'm not going to allow you to pick me up and drop me off as you feel and please. And if you're listening to this and you're one of those people and you know you're one of those people to me, just know that I already know and that I am taking myself in the right direction to not allow those things no more. And that's just what it's going to be in my life. So if you care about me and if you love me, you're going to do everything in your power to be a great person, to be a great friend, as I have always been to you guys. Um, I've always put my hand out for guys, um, and people know that, you know, I've always been the person to open up my home. I've always been the person to give when I don't even really have it to give. I've always been self-sufficient and independent, not really needed anybody for nothing because I've always been, you know, that person that can take care of it my own. So with that being said, I want you guys to just remember that you are loved, you're important, and that you don't have to accept the bare minimum from people anymore. Because that is going to hinder you from your success. It's going to hinder you from your growth as a person. And that's just all that I want to leave with you today with you guys in my TED talk, in my Turk talk. (laughs) But once again, just remember, you simply want the tea. Just talk with Turk Bish. Just talk with me.
soldier boy on the beat. Yes, 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 yes. 